first one that I'm really fired up about is how to source images that don't suck. And I am on a mission to eradicate these terrible images from your freight marketing. And when I say these terrible images, if you're looking at the screen, if you're following along, you've probably seen these images in some variety or some form over the last decade. It's a Photoshop of a cargo ship and at a port with a European truck and a plane is flying over the top of it. And you've got some guy holding an iPad that's monitoring all of the different data points. And while these images may have been suitable somewhat to use a decade ago, it's so much more. We have evolved so much more since then. So we need to stop using these images because the creative matters. The creative matters in your graphic design, in your website, in your sales brochure, in your ad design, in your social media. And just by doing the bare minimum in this industry right now can give you that competitive advantage because so many other companies aren't doing this. We've had a decade of D2C companies and e-commerce companies that have prioritized the creative, and, and but too many freight companies are not prioritizing this. And it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. That's the thing. So let's go ahead and, and dive into this topic because I'm going to tell you what to do instead. And the reason I'm going to tell you is... Let me give you a little bit of background on, on my career in case you don't know. I got started as an executive assistant at a 3PL who was then tasked with the marketing and res marketing responsibilities. So that's when I was first exposed to all of these awful images that we just shown on the screen. And from that, after that company closed down, it was about five years that I worked for them, loved that company. But then after they closed down, I found a role working at a local magazine. And eventually I became their editor in chief. And we were able to produce some immensely powerful issues that focused heavily on the creative. And fo by focusing heavily on the creative, the only way I was able to do that was by working with a team of creatives. So photographers and, and graphic design artists, illustrators, which I, I didn't even know at the time that graphic design and illustration was completely different, but they are completely different. Videographers, um, different writers, all of these different creative elements that typically work at it at an ad agency or at a marketing agency was also a lot of those same roles are held at a magazine. So that's where I really got the chance to work with the team and see how powerful the creative can be. And then when I went back to Freight, I brought all of that knowledge with me. And so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today is how to tips on how to find that photographer and then also how to source those stock images. So if you have, if you don't have photos for your brand or if you haven't taken photos for your brand within the last two years, then it's probably something that you need to be thinking about and you need to think about it fairly quickly. Because if you've never hired a photographer, I'm going to break down the process for you because it's only going to cost you a few hundred bucks. If you go for more of the high-end photographers, I would say that it probably is going to cost you maybe about a grand. But a lot of these photos that you're going to get are going to be applicable to all your website, your, your sales brochures, your social media for years to come. So that's why I, I highly advise just investing and getting a local photographer local matters because if you're worried about costs, that's how a lot of these prices increase fairly dramatically. But hiring a creative photographer is one that I, I highly prioritize because that is... And if you're looking at the screen right now, we're going through an image or we're going through an Instagram bio of one of my favorite logistics photographers. He actually also happens to be located here in Jacksonville, Florida. 
his name is Ryan Ketterman. He shoots um, a lot of the Jack's Port photos, um, which is our port here in North Florida. Um, but that is hiring a photographer like this or someone with that same lens will give you the ability to tell a story about your brand. And I, the reason why I say to hire a creative photographer, because a lot of times when an office, especially like a 3PL or a carrier thinks, okay, well, we do need new photos and we need to focus on this. The first thing that they do is they try to hire someone's nephew or someone's sister-in-law who is just like a part-time photographer. And there's no shame and having a side hustle, I have several of them throughout my entire career, but there is a difference between someone who has it as a side hustle and someone who has it as a business. So when you're sourcing these creative photographers, you want to make sure that they have a portfolio of work. Do they have, I would imagine nine out of 10 of them all have an Instagram page and you can go to their Instagram page and you can check to see the different kinds of images that they are posting and the different kinds of stories that they are trying to tell with those images. It doesn't have to be logistics specific because frankly, there aren't that many photographers in the entire country that focus specifically on logistics or supply chain for that matter. But finding someone who focuses on, who's worked with several different brands, they've worked with a couple different industries, that's a good tell on if that if that photographer is treating this as a business instead of a hobby. Another thing you want to look for, especially if you can find them on Instagram, is if they have a website. Do they have a website where they go through their process or they list out their process? Chances are if they have a website and if they have an Instagram page that's filled with all of their work, then that is a good bet for you to bring that person into your office and let them create the art for you. Because photography is an art and you want them to tell a story with your photos. And the next tip I want to give you is to don't focus on headshots. When you bring a creative photographer into your office, you want them to document. You don't want them to create. You want them to document the workday. And when you... A lot of times when you're focusing just on headshots, you want to think about headshots from... Uh, I guess for lack of a better phrase, think about headshots with a longer lens. And you want to think about the fact that with a lot of headshots, they're styled in a certain way. They have a certain backdrop. And if with the great resignation going on, there's a lot of people coming and going from different jobs. So if you're going to bring in a photographer that's only going to be focusing in on headshots, just realize you're probably going to have to bring that photographer in several times throughout the year in order to replicate that same look and feel, especially for headshots, because those are going to be the things that are added to your website. They're probably going to be used in a sales brochure. You have employees that are probably going to be using these images as their as their profile on different social media platforms. So thinking of it from that lens, that's why I say do not focus on headshots. Focus on taking the action from, let's say, the broker floor. And so going into my next tip, because I want to make sure that you create the right atmosphere for the photographer to succeed. Because what you want to do is you want to think about the logistics of the photographer coming to your office. Are you an asset-based company? Um, are you going to be just shooting the broker floor? Uh, so a lot of these different things that you want to think about which is why I would suggest scheduling the photographer to come in on a Friday. Fridays are typically some of the easy... Out of all the days of the week, Friday is typically the easiest day as far as freight management is concerned. So I would schedule a Friday. And then that way, the photographer can come into the office and they can shoot people actually working. 
you would be so surprised at the the level of quality of image that you get when folks are really working instead of pretending to work. I think I can speak for a lot of different... or I can't really speak for them, but a lot of these different stock media sites or stock photo sites, they what they will have is people pretending to work. And you can tell they all, they're all huddled around a laptop and they're pointing and they're laughing. That, those are staged photos. And while there's... A stage photo is slightly better than the images, the terrible images that I showed you earlier that are all photoshopped. I would still opt for telling the photographer, directing the photographer to take real shots of documenting the workday, documenting a meeting. And so they're taking care of that the first part of the day. And then as, you know, sort of an office manager or even the executive team, what I would then do is to set up a catered lunch that comes into the office and they set up all the food and you bring in some drinks and you set it up on a Friday afternoon. And then that way you get the work and the play mindset. You can capture employees having a good time together. This is a great recruiting tool only to show, you know, to to prospective employees or prospective drivers of the company culture that you have inside the building, which is such a huge thing right now, especially as I mentioned, the great resignation, employee turnover is extremely high. So you want to make sure that you're showing that you're a company that is not only do you work hard, but you also play hard as well. I feel like that's very important to show in your imagery. And while you might not use a lot of the photos on, say, your website or a sales brochure of employees eating or socializing or having drinks together, it it does go a long way as far as your social media is concerned, or even on your employee recruiting, come work for us homepage on, or not homepage, but page on your website. So keep that in mind as far as the different types of photos that you want the photographer to capture. So you want that real working environment, and then you also want the play environment. And so, and then in the middle, I would also set up, if you're an asset-based company, if you or if you have a warehouse or if you have trucks that are out in the yard, I would also split up the day as well to make sure that the photographer can go out and shoot that part of your business as well, because those are some of the more powerful images, in my opinion, of the real work going on. You know, truckers pulling in, pulling out, you know, taking care of maintenance issues, uh, you know, getting loaded up, uh, you know, storing goods in the warehouse, all of these different ideas that typically a creative photographer will see. And a lot of times that is that that's best that the photographer sees it themselves because they're telling a story with the images that they're capturing. And so taking them through a typical workday, they will snap photos that you might not have ever even thought of because they have that fresh pair of eyes, that fresh pair of creative eyes on it. So that's the tips for hiring a photographer. You know, don't hire your cousin's nephew or your your coworker's sister-in-law or anything like that. Make sure unless they actually have, you know, an Instagram page that is filled with their work and they have a website that shows that they're serious about their craft. So that's the photography side of the coin. But what if you don't have enough money or if you don't have the budget right now or the time to set aside a Friday for a photographer to come into the office and shoot the entire office? What you need to do is to check out a lot of these different sites as far as free stock images are concerned. Now, a few of them I will list off. Now, you can see an example on the screen right now. It is a free site called Pexels and or Pixels or Pixabay. One of those two things. They're, they're pretty much all the same companies nowadays. But 
from the free stock photo lens, you can see all of the different... I just type in freight into these search engines. And these are all of the free images, a variety of different free images, icons, whether you want an illustration or you want a real photo. These are all different aspects of where you can find free images on these stock photo sites. So a few of them that I use is Pixabay. That's the one you just saw on the screen. Also, Unsplash is another one. Pexels is another one, P-E-X-E-L-S. Photopin is another one. And then Cover, C-O-V-E-R-R. That site has video footage to use. So when you go to a, a website and they have that really big hero section, the hero section is the first part of the website that you see whenever you go to their homepage. And on that hero section, what you'll often see is a background video that's being used. Cover is a great place to find those kind of videos, especially the drone type footage where they're zooming in over a cargo ship or they're following a truck over the road. Um, a lot of times a photographer that you hire will have access to a videographer or a drone operator that could take a lot of those same shots for you and include it in the same fee. But if you don't have the budget to pay for a photographer and his videographer buddy or whatever to come out to your office, then cover is a great option in order to supplement that until you find the time and the budget to do so. Now, when you're scrolling around these different stock photo sites, you want to make sure you're picking photos that have a similar look and feel. Too often, I, you know, dealing with a lot of web design clients, I will see them choose images that do not have the same look and feel. And when they're choosing, you know, five to 10 images and they all look different, that's going to create inconsistency throughout your entire brand. So looking at it from that lens, you want to think about picking photos that are either done by the same photographer. And a lot of these free stock photo sites will have those listed out. And they'll have, this was taken by you know this person. And then you can click on their name and you can see the rest of the photos in that series. So try to pick a similar series or works from a similar photographer because they're likely going to be in the same style. So try to pick something that also was taken in the last couple of years because then that will go a long way as well. Because if you're picking photos that are a decade old, what's the even point? What's the point of even picking new photos? Um, just try to go for photos that have, were created within the last couple of years. And then also make sure you're picking them within the same sort of style, aesthetic. So then that way that transfers from your website to your sales brochure to your your social media. And then that way you're creating brand consistency throughout your entire sort of digital media experience. If I'm someone that's looking to join your company, or if I'm looking into using your product or your service, and you look like a hodgepodge of you know just images that are just pulled from all over the web, I'm going to think you're a business that's kind of all over the place instead of focusing in on what you do best. So that's what your imagery is giving off. So you want to make sure that you have some consistency there as far as images are concerned. Now, if you have a little bit of a budget and you don't want to get a photographer to come into the office, you can also choose between Adobe stock images. But keep in mind, with a lot of these images, they are premium. So they are much there are, uh, I would say that you could probably find you know, about a dozen photos on one of these free sites, but Adobe Stock is really where you're going to find a lot of the really high quality images that you can use for your site. And a lot of these are already labeled as part of the same series or from the same photographer. And so you can keep that in mind as you're going through or scrolling through Adobe Stock, but also keep in mind that a lot of these photos are about $250 each. And so by the time, if you need a few or a handful of photos, you might as well have just hired a photographer to come in and snap 
all of the photos for you because then you don't run into the risk of any other transportation company or any other freight company using the same stock images that you pulled for free on another site or even premium images that you paid for over on Adobe stock because it, it, it still sort of goes to show pick images, whether you're paying for them, whether you're getting a photographer to come into the office or you're picking out free stock photos, you want to make sure that all of those images have some sort of consistency, meaning you don't want to have a real photo on your site and then directly below it, you're going to have just a cheap sort of click art, clip art looking photo that's right underneath it. That's not consistent. That's not that that's a perfect example of a photo not being aesthetically consistent throughout your entire brand. So think about those things from those lens. If you are hiring a photographer, if you're sourcing all of your stock photos, or if you're even buying photos from a company like Adobe Stock, that you want to make sure that there's some consistency there. And in that way, that consistency is experienced by other folks who might be wanting to do business with you or might want to come work for you. Because a lot of the creative problem solving within this industry is focused only on freight. But within this industry, there are so many opportunities to really do the bare minimum with your images and you will stand out from your competition. So as, you know, sort of we've seen some news about, you know, the, the, the trucking downturn that's coming or going back to sort of pre-pandemic levels as far as demand is concerned, it's going to start getting a lot tighter out on these markets, not just for competitively for freight, but also competitively for employees and recruiting and drivers and getting them to notice your brand in the first place. And your images can go a long way in that process and getting the message message out to your audience and why they should come work with you or for you. So just keep all of that in mind um, as far as you know where to source your images and where to hire, how to hire a photographer and to let them work their magic. And if you don't want to let them work their magic, then you need to be the one to go and source all of these images from either a stock photo site or pay 250 bucks at least for a lot of these premium images. But I would make an argument that you would get a lot more bang for your buck if you just hired a photographer for a few hundred bucks to come into the office for a day and shoot the work culture and then also shoot the play culture. And then your assets and your warehouse space and anything else that you got going on. Because if you have a cool office, you kind of want to document it and you kind of want to show people why they should come and work for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts along with my products and services in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremley and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.